Hey guys, thanks for tuning in with us again. This is Brent, Alex. We're here. We're going to talk today about relationships. Building relationships. Building relationships. So we're in sales. We're in sales. And a lot of our, honestly, a lot of my income over the past few years has come from building relationships Absolutely. in a sense. But it's also one of the integral parts of my life that I focus on pretty much daily. When I take a look at the inventory of my life, I think about, you know, how can I make my relationships better? And there's always something that I come across, whether it's like with a business partner like Brent or my wife or, you know, a friend, just there's always ways you like can look at things and dissect them and think like, oh, I could do I could probably do better here. Like there's definitely times where I think, you know, like, oh, yeah, I could definitely call my parents more or I could definitely, you know, probably towards my wife this week or this weekend or my son, you know, these three hours compared to something else I could do. So I just want to talk about building relationships and kind of like. You know, what does that mean for you? And maybe give some insight on like something that you use utilize to help make your relationships more impactful. Yeah. And I think I think relationships are one of the most important things of life when you actually start trying to do things. You know, people always say it's not what you know, but it's who, you know, mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of truth that network that. net worth statement. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. There's so many good sayings behind, you know, building relationships. So I do think it's so important. And to answer your question, like, what do I do to try to make them better? I think it's a process and it's being intentional. You know, so many people for whatever reason, and I'm, we, I think we all struggle with it. If we're being honest, a lot of times the relationships that we enter, we think like, how is this going to benefit me? Oh yeah. And that's a dangerous place to be. And, and, um, you know, maybe it's through, stuff we've done with the church Joshua's men and uh, some of the stuff that we've been doing for as discipleship, you really change your perspective to how can I help them? Yeah. This, and that, that's where you want to be with building a relationship, in my opinion. Yeah. The spirituality factor really makes those relationships like it changes how you, it changes your perspective on them. Correct. They go from, you know, they're still tools. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, if you were friends with Donald Trump, I mean, it would still probably be cool and it'd Correct. help you out. That's right. But it's not, what can I get from the guy? It's like, how can I serve others? Exactly. And, and flipping that around is the whole spirituality sector. Yeah. Like, and finding people who are like-minded in that has been so reciprocated cool because you, know, to, you said we're business partners. Our business partnership wouldn't work unless we reciprocated actions. I, I care about him and his family. He cares about me and my family. I care about his mental health. He cares about my mental health. Like we both are in it together. And a lot of times relationships, when they fall apart, it's because they're one-sided. Yeah. So what I've had to do, going back to the initial question, is I really have to focus on why am I in this relationship and are am I being, you know, genuine in my approach to the relationship or am I, you know, because I think a lot of times, like you said, being in sales in my early sales career, I probably was, you know, more into what do I get out of this relationship? Am I going to waste my time? More like, am I going to make money or not? Exactly. <laughs> you know, am I going to spend an hour on this conversation and make money where now... And maybe it's the spiritual mindset that I'm trying to adapt and, and live that way. It's like if I have an hour long conversation and business comes from it, that's great. But hopefully I can impact that person. Yeah. Hopefully and, I can have a, a good conversation with them that helps them think differently or edify the way that they do think, yeah. you know, so yeah. that's or encourage them to think uh, in a more positive light, optimistic, you know, whatever you say. And, and honestly, in an hour conversation these days, it's like I bring up. Jesus, at some point, at some point in it, I usually do. But listen, to get to this point, like it didn't just happen overnight where you go, you wake up and you can just go like, 
talk to someone for hours on end. Like, at least for me, it didn't happen that way. I always had a kind of a knack, but it wouldn't be as, you know, as intentional and purposeful right. as it is now. And because, fluid, because you're very fluid with it. It's not yeah. like you're, it's not like it's a challenge for you to talk to somebody and get to know them because you've practiced that. Correct. And the, and there's two things to that. And that's basically just connecting with someone. Someone call it, some people call it building rapport. Building rapport is not like, oh, how's the weather doing? It can be, but it's really not. Connecting with someone is when you actually care about, you know, what's going on with them. Like I go up to people, and I try to actually care about what's happening in their life compared to, oh, hey, did you see that football game the other day? All right, see ya. Like, I try to be more, you know, interested in the other person. And when you yeah. do that, the relationship, they automatically are encouraged by you and like you more. Yeah. Because you've made them feel at home or good or whatever they're, you know, teach their own. But essentially getting to that point, connecting and getting to where I can do that. It wasn't something that I could just wake up and do. I had to, I used to go, to like the gas station and like talk to the dude in the car next to just me. Just random people. Just random people. I was actually trying to do sales. I was trying to sell insurance. And at the time I was in, I was in Amway yeah. doing that. And they so, just tell you to tell, talk to everybody. Bro, they're them. like, they're like, talk. yeah, I mean, it's just like talk to anyone, but I needed to make them income. So it was mostly for insurance. Like yeah. there was a time where it was like, so I would go to people in bookstores like, hey, what books are you reading? Oh, very cool. Um, who does your insurance? Cause it's like, I, I needed to do it. Right. So, but doing that over and over is what got me to where it, it became easier. So if you're in a spot where you're like, there's no way I could, you know, do that. Or, you know, even if you're having a hard time listening to someone for five minutes, it's like, there's a way to get better at doing that. And it's just practice. I mean, absolutely. There's, there's never an easy track. You just said an important word, listening. Listening is so critical in building relationships because so many people, I talk to them, and you can just tell. And now the books that I've read and, and what I try to do with personal development, you can see in a conversation when somebody is just totally zoned out thinking about what they're going to say next. They're not even like listening to what you're saying and you get done saying it and they may say something like sick and then start saying what they wanted to say. But, you know, in that moment that they weren't really listening. What if they're on the phone the whole time? They're not listening, oh. you know, and like especially like that's one of the biggest things for me, like. When you're having a conversation with somebody and they start texting, I try to avoid that at all costs. Yeah. And sometimes I may have such an intentional conversation. My wife called me five times. I got six mixed missed text messages. All this stuff happens. But I'm so um, trained to be in that conversation and not to be on your phone because listening is so important in building a relationship. Because I can't stand somebody in the conversation who's not listening. I just yeah. can't now. Yeah. And it bought a personal pet peeve is like, I try, I really try not to be like on the phone. If you're like checking out at the cash register, I don't know. It's like one of those things that might be a unique one or maybe everybody feels like that, but literally no, I like it. it just is no one wants to feel like unappreciated or, uh, you know, or like what they say doesn't matter. Correct. Like nobody wants to feel that way. So sometimes that we do it unintentionally, of course, but we try our best to mm-hmm. not make that happen. That's exactly right. So, as far as what else you got on relationships, because when I think about relationships, I think about the people closest to me. I think about checking in with friends. And then I also think about business relationships. But what would you recommend to someone who's out there who's like, what if they're in this spot in their network where they're like, hey, I really need to improve my network. I really need to improve my environment. I need to build these relationships to change my life. Mm-hmm. What would you recommend them do? I would recommend them finding people in like if, if you're interested in getting to a certain field. Find somebody in that field that you connect with and be genuine in your approach. Like, don't go at that person saying, hey, I need to get to know this guy's information and and get his information and the contacts that he has so I can go be successful. 
that's a that's not a good recipe. But be genuine in your approach to, hey, can I help you? Like if you get a part of a group, like if it's if it's business related, get in with someone that you can actually help improve their life and be completely transparent on why you're even wanting to help them. You know, like, hey, I want to help you. And at the same time, make a, you know, I, I want to get into this field. That's so true. You know? And if you want to show value to someone in business, if you want to show value to someone in business, send them a referral. If you want to show value to someone else and say, hey, I'm, I value that business owner. I value that guy. Send them a referral. Like if it's a realtor that, you know, send them somebody. If it's somebody that does whatever they do. And don't expect anything in return. Don't expect anything back. Nope. But that's the, the point being is that you have showed value in their life. That's right. And it might be three months from then. It might be two years from then. But one day they will go. Oh, I remember when he gave True. me and it connected me to the Because everyone is, this is a connected world. That's right. We like go on our phones and just search people's names. Sometimes when I'm doing sales calls, dude, I'll call someone with a unique name and I just go and look at Facebook and just see like, who is it? Yeah. While it's still ringing other people. That's so true. It's just like, that's how connected we are. So expect nothing in return. But if you want to show value in someone's life, you know, provide value to them, give them something. And you have to be genuine in that. Like, like we were talking about, you have to be genuine in your approach because even for us now, we own several businesses and people all the time are wanting to come and get jobs. Like we, we turn people away almost every week. Um, and then at times it's because we didn't think they were genuine in their approach. It was like, this guy's just wanting to get information from us so he can go do his own thing. And that's fine. I think, if somebody came to us and said, hey, our, my vision is to open up an insurance agency and I want to come work for you for a year and learn from you and I'm going to bust my butt for you and make you a lot of money and bring a lot of value to you, we would probably consider mentoring that guy. But when you see somebody that comes in with bad intentions, a lot of times you can see through that. You yeah. know? So it's so critical that you're, you are genuine in your approach. Yeah. And relationships are also something that you want to be super disciplined with. Like, honestly, like at this point in my life, I've mentioned it before, but I have a family and I have to like really be intentional with my time. If there's someone that's not feeding, you know, my environment, then that relationship, I'm going to be disciplined with it. I'm going to say like, all right, well, I'll maybe hang out with you once a month instead of every day like I was or whoever, you know, different people, different worlds, different examples. But you have to be disciplined with the relationships and know that's where you want point. to spend your time. We're talking about your environment. That's right. Like your relationships are your environment. Me and Ryan were actually talking about this last week. But as as I've gotten older, my circle has gotten smaller, but it's gotten better. Like the people in my circle now are people like you, people like Rob. And I still got friends that are in that circle from even high school that are very loyal. They're great friends. But there's very few people that I'm like, hey, you want to come do life with me now? Because I have these great relationships. And from a time standpoint, like it's hard. It's hard. So the point that I want to make here is that I think it's better to have a smaller, great circle of people in your life than a huge circle like Alex said, where you're not really getting fed in that relationship, but you're killing yourself to try to manage all of these relationships. I think it's better, especially where I'm at in my life, to have a smaller but better circle. Yeah, and I'm sure most people would agree because most people have things they're trying to prioritize and they're trying to do with their lives. Yeah. Um, you, you hit on a point. It was that whenever you have multiple people around in your life, you're not. I'm, we're not saying don't grow a big network. Like you can still have a huge network. Like. There's people with a million followers on whatever uh, social media platform. They still may have a small circle of individuals Correct. that mentor right. them, that they take advice from, or that they actually spend the weekends or whatever time with. 
That doesn't mean they don't have a, a, a network or whatever, yeah, 500,000, right. a million. That's right. So it's still, you can still grow a huge network and have impactful and have impactful relationships within it. Absolutely. So. And I think it's all seasonal too. Like when I was in my early twenties and didn't have a wife and didn't have things that, you know, really control my time, man, I had way more friends. I was, you know, people would yep. hit me up randomly. Hey, you want to go to the Hawks game tonight? Yeah, yeah bro, let's go. I don't have to talk to you in two months, but that sounds fun. Yeah. Like, it was Seven so days much a week. easier to do stuff like that. Now, like you said, especially throw kids into the equation, you really do have to protect that. And then that's also why it's so critical to have these good relationships, to have the good ones. Yeah. So you do have, because, dude, I enjoy our time together. I enjoy my friends' time together so much. And if I didn't have that, it would just, life wouldn't be as good. No, so these, yeah. these relationships are so critical. So I'm not sitting here telling you, you know, kick everybody out of your friend group. And I'm saying find the people that you really trust and that you have a good relationship with and make those relationships way better before you try to just have all of these, you know, crazy relationships that you can't really, you know, feed yep. each other from. And going back to the connecting, I mean, if you're like trying to work out four days a week, I mean, just find like two friends that work out five days a week and see what happens. Exactly. Like you, you can hold each other accountable. You can connect on that. You can like, like you just never know you're going to get a new perspective because you're going to have a new relationship. That's exactly it's right. like that's the whole point. That's the good. That's the big picture. And I think one other thing that I want to touch on before we get out of here is the integratable piece of a relationship mm. because character shows, you know, it's so critical. How many times have you had a falling out with someone where you never imagined that they would do something, you know, whether it be ethical, you know, they, they lied or whatever. And now that relationship, that bridge is completely burned. Yeah. And I never, you know, I have a lot of friends who have been friends with me for a long time because I'm loyal. They're loyal. We're honest. Both of us are honest in the relationship. So I think that is a very critical piece in building relationships is that you're honest, mm -hmm. that you're integratable, that you do what you say you're going to do. Like if you tell your buddy you're going to show up, show up. If you tell your buddy you're going to help a move, help a move. Whatever it is, but so many, for me, relationships have been ruined because it's like, man, I'm just tired of the same thing. You know, it's just getting let, let me down. Or, yep. mm -hmm. And I will say, like, I, there's, I can relate to you on the, on the relationships. Like, to, to get the relationships of 15 years, of 12 years, 10 years, 20, it's like you have to do what you say you're going to do. That's right. And like, that's the only way to get there. And so, yes, to all that. I, uh, I had a high school baseball coach, said it best, Mark Bowles, shout out. He said, integrity is what you do when nobody's looking. So true. And it's like that comes with uh, relationships that like you have where, you know, if you're thinking like, man, I probably don't even want my girlfriend or spouse to hang out with them. Like that's one that you probably need to reconsider. Yeah. And that's the integrity piece, like the character shows. And if you feel like that, you know, you need to just analyze the situation. But going back to the integrity, without integrity, a relationship can't exist, in my opinion. Yeah. Like without integrity, it's not going to happen. It's so true, especially or it's going to be toxic. Talk about marriage. Talk about, you know, your close friends. You know, I can trust Alex with anything. My bank account, my my wife. Like, I'm not concerned. If I had to send Alex over to my house to help my wife do something and I wasn't there, I would trust them. There's some people that I wouldn't want in 10 miles of my house if I wasn't around my wife. So that's a very important part of our friendship is that I can trust them. And I think when when you're thinking about the relationships, and again, I think it's so critical for us to eliminate our ego with this because relationships are what makes mandatory. Go around, it's man. another thing that's mandatory. I read, I was reading a book the other day and it was like talking about arguments and it said, you know, if you're, if you're in an argument, are you looking for 
Um, are you looking to win the argument or are you looking for the truth? Like, and I was just like, whoa, it like slapped me. I was like, dang, man. Sometimes I do try to win the argument and it's just real. It's like, it's so but, true. but you have to try to look the, at the other way. You yeah. have to eliminate your ego. You have to eliminate the ego. Because so many people, I mean, even friends that I would consider super close friends, they're not really interested in my life. And, and that's because I think that's a side effect of an ego of, man, I love Brent, but I'm not really like some friends have never asked me like, how's your, how's your family doing, man? How's life going? Like before the, we and Alex were just talking and our lives are so intertwined. Sometimes I'm just like, I need to stop and ask Alex, like, how's your life going outside of work? And I literally did that before we got on the podcast today because I care about him and he does the same thing to me. And that's the kind of friends I want in my life that, that really care about, you know, how am I doing? How's everything going, brother? Like, are you doing okay? Random calls. You mentioned it earlier. I need to do a better job of that, of like calling my buddies and just checking in on them. How you doing, buddy? How's life going? Because yeah. we forget about that. So I got often. a thing. I got a thing. If I think about the buddy, I just call them. It's like I got. That's really cool. I got friends for you know, fifteen years. If I'm like, what's that dude doing right now? I just try to call him. If it's like you know, a re- not at, I don't stay up till midnight. But like, if it's uh, basically not at four a.m. Yeah, or five a.m. Yeah, basically. If I think of them, I just call them. And yeah, that's been part of how I like this keep relationships going. So that's really cool. And now that we're uh, deep all in, all in the uh, emotion, basically the people that you would and wouldn't hang out with. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> you can end on that, man. Well, thank y'all for tuning in. We love y'all. Relationships are huge. So hit us up. Let us know kind of how you do your relationships. If you got any thoughts, let us know. Thank y'all.